I'm coming. <laughs> Senators, Senators, I understand you do not want another emperor, but it seems you have been given one. I sympathize with you. I do not want to be an emperor, but it seems I have been chosen one. Perhaps you would take a little moment to sympathize with me. Huge penis. Welcome back to the uh, Life of Claudius episode nine, Ray. Hello, how are you doing? Yeah, if you're good, if you could just stop randomly interjecting about the size of my penis, I'd appreciate that. It's just like, let's just keep it between you and me. Uh, You know, just because I showed it to you in Vegas, you don't have have to keep talking about it. Um, The Britons, Ray, the Britons, (laughs) Britannia, we were talking about last time. Another defeat. Uh, they, they are being invaded by Claudius, uh, well, his troops under Plautius, with right. Vespasian and Sabinus in tow. Not Get going up. well uh, when we left last time. I wonder what will happen this time. I imagine more of the same, but that's based on doing no absolute work, just a guess. Well, you know, I'm I'm pretty convinced the British are going to lose this because the Americans aren't there and the Russians aren't there to save their ass. So, <laughs> if it's one thing we've learnt, right, it's that you know the British listen. They can talk a good game, but uh, at the end of the yeah. day, or, if they don't or, have the Russians and the British there to right. get them out of trouble, they're uh, fucking useless. Really? Well, the the other part of it is, I'm trying to remember who said this, but the Britons do very well as long, and this is very important, the other side doesn't have guns. So the <laughs> Britons are not organized. Yeah. The Romans are. They've already been beaten several battles. The Britons have underestimated the Romans, which you never fucking do. They're Romans, and so they've already been handed like two or three defeats thus far. Yeah. Bit like the Americans, really. Like uh, we will happily invade you if you're a third world, poor, poor third world country. Uh, we don't want to be Any invading oil? anyone that's actually can fight back. Because right. let's face it, we haven't yeah. won a ba- we haven't won a war since 1945, and even then, we only won it because the Russians helped us. Okay, 91. <laughs> I'll give you 91, maybe. Uh. Um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't really much of a fight, but still. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Oh, the Britons. Yes. Yeah. So they retreated behind the Thames. They're like, Good well, man. they can cross one river, but they <laughs> won't be able to cross two rivers because nope. who's ever heard twice. of that? Yeah. Who's, this is a big one. Yeah, who's ever heard of anyone crossing two rivers? <laughs> no one can cross two rivers. Impossible. It's ridiculous. Exactly. I'd like to see you swim across this river. Right. And they said um, that while they were holding their which the, crotch. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Plautius said, all right, uh, I'm sending my Germans to swim across the river. <laughs> they go, no, you're not. No, you're, they're in the river. No, they're not. They're never. They're on the other side. No, they're, oh, oh fuck. fuck. They killed my horses. Again. And he sent some other guys upstream to build a bridge while they were doing that. So while the British <laughs> were looking at the Germans swimming, going, how do, how do they do that in full of hammer? Like they were just, 
Right. They were just we, but you told us they couldn't do it twice. You said you spoke to the gods, and the gods said, "Well, listen, it's uh, it's it's it's, it's, it's not scientific. Right. You can't do that. Their armor's heavy. They can't do it." Yeah. Meanwhile, the rest of the troops went upstream and crossed the bridge. So they got attacked. They got uh, hammered like you at a gay club. They got hammered <laughs> in both ends from both sides at once. Put on a spit. Uh, yes. I'm talking yeah. about the Romans now. But not it me. didn't go com- right. Didn't go completely <laughs> perfect for the Romans. No. no, it didn't. So Plautius, I don't know if he's over eager or whatever, or maybe it's just time for the Britons to kind of win. Win. So you're right. So the Romans are able to hit them from several different directions. They they kill a lot of their guys. The Britons take off, but then Plautius makes makes a mistake, probably in in his earnestness to end this struggle. So he chases some of the surviving Britons. They go into the swamps, which they probably wanted to do at the very beginning of this campaign. This time the Romans follow them in. They get lost. Uh, They lose men because, again, it is swampy. They have on heavy equipment. I'm sure some of them probably drowned or whatever. And so it doesn't look very good for the Romans uh, at this point. So Maybe uh, for all the brilliant moves that Plautius has made, it would be hugely embarrassing but realistic if it comes to this ignoble end with him and his men running around lost in the swamps because this is the part where the Thames goes into the ocean. So there's a lot of swamps in that area. A lot of swampy swamp swamps. Swamps, yeah. Um, It didn't go perfectly for the Britons either, though. The uh, The king... Togodumnus died yeah. around about this time, um, possibly uh, the result of his men saying, why the fuck did you tell us they couldn't swim? We were watching um, them swimming, or, Dick. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> While you were watching them swimming, you were saying, no, no, they no, can't swim, can't. it's scientifically impossible. No. Don't believe Where did you get your scientific degree again? Um... Like, no, he actually good. seems to have died in battle because Dio right. says the Britons united to avenge him. Yes. But Plautius decides he's not going to continue to chase them. There's the whole swamp deal. But also it seems like he had instructions, yes. which were what, Papa Bear? Well, at some point, now, I don't know how cynical you want to be. I don't know how high you want to turn it up on the meteor, but Plautius, besides getting lost in the swamp, you have to admit, has been doing a fucking brilliant job, but supposedly this quote-unquote mistake of his makes him more cautious, and he has to call on someone who's even more of a military genius than he is. Come on, we're all thinking it. Claudius. So he's like, and, and I personally think this was staged at some point, but Plautius says, Claudius, Claudius, he says his name three times and he taps his heels. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Things we're starting, we're going well, but they're not now. Only you can rescue me. And Claudius, believe it or not, is um, pretty much ready to go. He's already got a force gathered, including elephants and heavy artillery. So this was probably planned out. But Claudius is now on his way to Britain to save Plautius, who is running around in a swamp. Well, to save him, yes, but really, he's just being called in to deliver the final blow, Mop up. right? Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, look, once you've gone in there and cleared the room, uh, <laughs> call, call me. me, call me in, <laughs> call me in, so I can uh, take the credit. Him. Yeah, now, and he must like. He must have been there. It's not like he was sitting in Rome, exactly, waiting for the call. But, you know, by the time you send a message into Rome, 
that's what a month. Yeah, weeks, two weeks, yeah. four weeks. How long do you reckon it takes? Like even like messengers riding at full speed with batons, right. um, you know, it's it's going to take you a couple of weeks to get from Britain, get to get across the water, get to Gaul. Maybe a signal flare you could do across the channel. I don't know, but you got to you know get all the way back to Rome. Then he's got to get there with his whole entourage and his ele- his elephants and his armies and the whole deal. Right. That's not going to be the fastest moving parade ever. <laughs> so there's no way he's get, you're going to let a month go by while you're right. waiting for Claudius to get there. So he must have been nearby waiting for the word. It's yeah. all clear. We're we've nearly finished here. Come yeah. in and you can look like a big dog. Take a big. So he lap. he he turns up. He yeah. turns up, uh, and by the way, this is the, you know, he's taking advantage of the re- work of Caligula. I believe oh, that yes. Caligula started this whole thing, built the yeah. lighthouse, uh, got all the armies ready, built the ships, the whole deal. Claudius is basically just taking advantage of Caligula's work and Plautius's campaigning. He trusts the command of Rome and his troops that he leaves behind there, the Praetorians, to Lucius Vitellius, his co-consul, mm-hmm. who also, by the way, is the guy who deposed Pontius Pilate in 36. Oh. And then he sets out uh, He sets out for Britain and uh, he takes a bunch of people with him, including his two sons-in-law, the uh, descendant of Crassus and the descendant of uh, Pompey. Right. Um, and anyone else who he thinks is a potential troublemaker. So he's got rid of the armies. Now he's oh. getting rid of all of the potential yes. troublemakers. No, 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 you come with me. He, he does that Robert De Niro uh, meet the parents thing with his you know, fingers. He's keeping my eyes on you thing. All expenses paid. No, 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 no. You're coming with me, sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Not leaving you behind to fuck my wife while I'm away. Come on. Come on. Pack up. Get in the taxi. (laughs) We're all going. Get on board. And they do. So he arrives at the Thames and takes over command of the army. Now, what experience does he have leading troops, Ray? Well, you say that with a little bit of attitude, but I'm sure he has read a fuck ton of military books, Uh, probably Tom Clancy. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I'm sure he's got military tactics and strategy falling at his ass. So um, I don't appreciate this dismissive tone. He would have. Yeah. He would have made a good podcaster. He'd read lots of books. Everything he knew came from books. He got from books. Yeah. Even techniques on how to swing a sword. Got it from books or probably got it from podcasts. If he was smart, it saves time. You can walk the dog. But the point is, he is there now leading. And But but like you were saying a couple of minutes ago, I mean, the, the Britons have been defeated, what, three, four, five times. Um, they're on their last leg. And that, that was part of the whole plan. Yeah, part of the plan. So, um, you know, I think this is a this is clever. Yeah. On behalf of Claudius, like he he needs cred. He needs street cred, yes. particularly with the army. Oh, yeah. Uh, particularly after the recent attempted coup, yeah. and he has a chance to do what Julius and Augustus Ooh. and Tiberius and Caligula and Napoleon <laughs> all failed to yeah. do, which is and Hitler. Which is uh, conquer Britain. Yeah, take it down. Uh, once and yeah. for all. 
take him down. It, you know, it, it wasn't until Roosevelt. Roosevelt was the first person to conquer Britain. <laughs> first, uh, we took their money, and then we made him like us. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, he just sat there and go. Oh, is that uh, the Nazis uh, firebombing London? Oh, dear me. Dear, yeah. dear, dear me. The Empire me. Struggling, oh, That's, that's yeah. really, that's, yeah. oh, yeah, wow. Listen, oh, we would. Oh. We would definitely do yeah. something about in that. A second. Uh, we will. We will get involved. I tell you what, we will. Yeah. How much money? We got? will intervene uh, in that. Um, hey, uh, Winston. Get Winston on the phone, will you? Shirley? Shirley, get Winston on the phone. Oh, you're under the desk. The, okay. The, 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 Sorry. The fat right. one. The fat one. In Yes, the fat one who smoked. Yes, Piggy. Little Piggy, we call him. Codename Piggy. Codename Porky. Yeah, get him on the... Yeah. yeah. The Thank horn. you. Thank you, yeah. Shirley. Um, oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> we'll, we'll role play yeah. this. Winston, old chap. It's uh, Frank. Frankie, Frankie D, Frankie D, Winston here in Washington. How's it? How's it going over there? Oh, I'm, I could be better. I'm in a bomb shelter, you bastard. <laughs> oh well, well, I, you're gonna do a voice. I'm gonna have to do a voice too. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Winston, we can do something about that. Um, as I said before, uh, all you need to do is. Uh, let us take control of the global currency standard. Are you ready to hand it over to us yet, Winston? But what about the British Empire? Oh, well, you're going to have to dismantle the empire, old son. Agree to that and we'll come and assist. Uh, are you ready to do business yet, uh, Winnie? Piggy Porky? I mean, no, uh, Winston? <laughs> well, well, I guess I don't have any fucking choice, do I? Aha! I'm glad you've I'm glad you've come to your senses, old chap. Yes, well, uh, we'll 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 be we'll we'll be there soon. Um, I, I've on the phone to Joe now. Joe's going to create a distraction, and then uh, we'll we'll come in. But uh, good chap, uh, you had a nice run. Don't be sad. You had an empire lasted a hundred years. That's good. It's good. Don't worry about it. That's that's fine. It's there's, there's no shame in that. No shame in losing an empire. We're going to lose our own around about, no, I reckon uh, 70 years from now, the way it's going, our own empire yeah. will be in decline and we'll be in denial much like you are now. Because nobody ever thinks they're losing their empire until it's too late. And when other people say that, we're, we're, that we are, we go, you're anti-American. You go, no, I'm just speaking the facts. Facts aren't anti-anything, they're neutral. I'm sorry you don't like my facts, but uh, anyway, where was I? Oh, God, and scene. Um, oh, true. How do we get on to oh that? God, oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. he has a chance right. to uh, fulfill Napoleon's dream and uh, kick some ass, and then he does. They cross the Thames yes. and they kick British ass over and over and over again, so many times, in fact... <laughs> That Claudius was declared imperator multiple times. Yeah. Which is a During you know, one yeah. battle. You're not supposed to do that, just like multiple orgasms makes for for your wife makes other men look bad. You're only supposed to declare him imperator once. You don't do it several times. You certainly don't fucking do it 
during in the same battle, the same war. But the point is, this is Claudius. I'm sure it's all been rigged like most of his life has been rigged since he got into the consul, excuse me, since he got into the curile chair. And he is going to take this glorious news back home with him. He is now a bona fide fucking war hero. He captures Camelodunum, mm-hmm. uh, named after me. It was the city they named after me back it. then. Um, it. it was the Catavolani capital, right. now known as Colchester in Essex. Mm-hmm. It uh, claims to be Britain's oldest recorded town. To the northeast of London. To the campaign was crowned by the submission of 11 British kings. They all came, fell on their knees... Right. In front of Claudius, they said, I would suck his dick <laughs> so he can be the princeps. Huge <laughs> penis. Huge. I can't, oh, I can't lift it. And that's hot. That's high praise. So, uh, <laughs> Suetonius. Suetonius says in the Twelve Caesars that Claudius received their surrender without battle or bloodshed. Mm. So what do you think's going on there? Just he didn't have to fight those particular kings. He right. fought the Catavolani, right. and then the rest just went, we're out, we're done, thank you, fucking elephants, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Never I, seen an elephant before. Don't know what that is, it's but uh, it's a lot of shit. We're tapping out, right? Yeah. We're tapping out. Yeah, yeah. No, but the other eleven kings are probably smaller kingdoms. Are probably in the area, and like you said, I think on the last episode, clearly Rome has now got a military base, or they've set up camps or whatever. So if they need to project power further into Britain, they could. In fact, little hint, they're going to want to, and they so will do this later on, I, I think the following year. But the point is, these other 11 kings can't fight against them if the bigger kings kingdoms in the South can't. So why fight them? Just submit, pay some money, kiss a ring, whatever, and, and get on with living. So that's what they do. So Claudius erects a monument, um, has it engraved with Vinny, Vidi, Vici, Bitches, <laughs> Um, which bitches in Latin is bitchy. So it was Veni, Vidi, Vici, bitchy. And (laughs) Veni, Vidi, Vici, bitchy. There's a coffee mug. That's a coffee mug. Somebody get on that, will you? Cheryl. Oh, sorry. (laughs) And he left Plautus in charge and returned to Rome. Took the long boat home, though, but he sent his sons-in-law Pompey the Great Jr. and uh, Crassus Frugi Solanus ahead of him. Yes. To deliver the news to the Senate. Yes. So so they're going to go on and they're going to, yes, oh, God, it was a great thing. You should have seen him. Um, some, some uh, I'm trying to remember, I don't know if it was I, Claudius, or some fiction book I read, say that he actually did some fighting himself, swung a sword. I have a hard time seeing that considering his age and you don't want to risk it. But the point is, it doesn't matter. He led the troops. There's a victory. He gets to take all the credit because that's how it works. And so you're right. He's going to go home, but he's going to take his time. He's going to let his son-in-laws go first. They're going to build up the drama. They're going to build up the tension and the anticipation. And he's going to come in not unlike Caligula, and he's going to be a fucking rock star. Yeah. When the time comes. Yeah. Um, so the Senate already, before he even gets home, they're just granting him shit all over the place. Right. They grant him the title of Britannicus. Nice. Nice. To recall 
the title his father was awarded, mm-hmm. Germanicus. Right. But not not the Germanicus, but the other Germanicus, um, as well as he got it's a triumph, an annual festival, two triumphal arches, one in Rome and one in Gaul. Nice. On the Arch of Claudius in Rome, it said he received the surrender of 11 British kings with no losses. Mm-hmm. It no longer exists, unfortunately, the arch, but portions of it were discovered in 1562, 1641, and 1869. Nice. And one of the parts of it that was discovered includes part of the inscription. It reads, The Roman Senate and people to Tiberius Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus, son of Drusus, Pontifex Maximus, Tribunusian power 11 times, consul 5 times, imperator 22 times, censor, father of the fatherland, because he received the surrender of 11 kings of the Britons, defeated without any loss, and first brought barbarian peoples across the ocean into the dominion of the Roman people. Wow. So there you go. Motherfucking Claudius, man. He has arrived. Uh, They also bestowed the name Britannicus on his son, which is how he has been remembered by history. He's who we think of when we think Britannicus. Claudius himself never used the title. Right. I I think it's a slick move. Yeah, I got it. No big deal. Yeah, that's one of my Bentleys out front. I've never driven on it. Don't worry. I mean, I think that's... I think that's pretty slick because again he's 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 doing that humble, sincere servant of the state thing. I just do what I got to do. Let's not make a big deal out of it. I think that's a brand that has served him well while he was emperor, and I think it served him well uh, throughout history. And he and I think he's just keeping it going. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way I roll as well. Look, I'm just yeah. Like, just I don't want just the applause. A guy. Don't. I'm just yeah. Yeah. Don't don't look at me. Don't look at me in the eyes. Don't look at me directly. Look at me in the you know, at the corner oh, of your right, eye. But right, I'm just a guy. Right. I'm just a guy. Yeah, that's I better than put you my pants on one in every way. leg at a time, right. like everyone else. But when my pants are all the way on, I'm Cameron Riley, and you're not. So that's the only difference. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Messalina was also given honours, Ray. What, yeah. what honours did Messalina get? Uh, I mean, she can only get so much, but she gets the same privileges as, as, as Livia. She gets to sit in the front seats and she can use a carpentum, which is a carriage. So her status has also been elevated, but it really doesn't matter. Just like we were saying, he kind of plays it off. To be honest, she didn't even notice because she's too busy out back fucking doing lesbian stuff and videotaping it and voyeurism. So she got these awards or these honors, probably didn't even know what happened to her. She got the right to have uh, lesbian shows in the palace. uh, Which she was probably doing anyway. Yeah. So if you're the Uh, security guards, I guess they know... Everything. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, she got the use of a carpentum, Ray. What's a carpentum? Is that a carriage? I'm not sure if it's a two-wheel or four-wheel. Uh, some kind of carriage, something to ride around in to show how badass carriage. she was. Yeah, that's how I like to say it. Carriage. I, she got the use of a carpentum, which was a covered two-wheeled wagon that was allowed to be used inside the city walls, Big which... Deal. 
which was a big deal. You know, it was yeah, like yeah. walking room only in Rome. You weren't supposed to have a carriage. There's no way to fit that, you know, without being right. a pain in the ass to everyone. <clears throat> it was permitted only to certain distinguished women, the Vestals and priests, and their use was only permitted during festivals. So oh. it was like basically a limo. Right. Uh, all the streets are shut down, but during festivals, you're allowed to ride in a limo. So, you know, nothing worse than having to walk through oh. crowds during festivals. Fucking people. So this way you could just cruise in your limo, man. Top yeah. down, you know, yeah. champagne in there. <laughs> Throwing shit at people. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Literally. Sorry. Taking a <laughs> shit in the limo, throwing it out the windows <laughs> of people. Good times. Good, Good. times. <laughs> Um, now, right. meanwhile, Messalina yeah. had all of the coins of Caligula, issued by Caligula that she could get her dirty little hands on, all of the gold coins, collected and melted down and turned into what, Ray? A statue or statues of uh, Nestor the Dancer. The one I think she uh, craved his uh, schlong, and so she melts down all the coins. Now, was it the coins that had uh, Caligula's image on it, which I would imagine the senators would be happy to go along with that anyway, or am I getting my coins mixed up? Well, yes, with his image on it, because he was persona Dick. non grata. Um, right. They were like, yeah, let's get rid of all of his coins. I thought she was going to turn it into a massive dildo, but no, into <laughs> oh. a... Statue of Nesta, the actor, Caligula's lover. Um, Didn't Caligula also, like, whip him at one stage because he liked the way he cried or something? There was some fucked up story we told with Nesta. When Nesta Nesta was performing, if anyone made the slightest noise, Caligula would have him dragged from his seat and beaten up. Hell yeah. Flogged. There was another story with Nesta, too, with Caligula. I can't lover. remember what it was, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so was Messalina chasing after his peni? And she was just really impressed with him or his body? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no, she wanted to fuck, fuck him, but he, right. she kept she kept putting it on him. Hey, hey, hey. And he's like, nah. She yeah, goes, oh. Yeah, he's like, come and watch, come and watch my lesbian shows, and then he goes, ah, "I've seen it all before. I'm in the theater, man. Like we're all, yeah. everyone's fucking everyone in the theater." Right. So um, he kept refusing to fuck her. So she made him a gold statue made out of the coins of his former lover, Caligula. Still wouldn't fuck her. So she went to Claudius and said, uh, <laughs> after dinner one night, she was like, "Oh, um, oh, husband, yes, dear." Um, I've got this thing that uh, I want Nesta to do. What is it? Uh, it's boring. You wouldn't. You would. You don't want to know the details. Yeah. But he won't do it. Can you just command him to do whatever the fuck I tell him to do? Would you do that for me? And he goes, done. No problem. Gets a note. <laughs> writes on it. Hey Nesta, old son. Uh, yeah. Give Messalina whatever she wants. Don't fucking argue. Yes. Signed yeah. me. And he, she, to, and he gets that sent yeah. to Nesta. Nesta yeah. gets the note. He's so like, okay. all right, well, all right. you fuck I'm, that. Okay, all right. Um, the pussy. Order, order's yeah. an order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he wasn't going to throw it down the Gamonian stairs, Ray. That, no, that no, comes no, later. No, that's, right. That comes right, later, right. but right now, he's in just going to fuck her. In a oh, good way. In a good way. The good grab yeah. by the pussy. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, so Vanessa starts fucking her. Yes. I wanted to ask real quick before you go on, did you happen in your, because you're very thorough and I admire that about you. There's a lot that I admire about you, but in the I, Claudius TV series, this is a very funny scene in that show where he sits the guy, Nestor, down and he just berates him. You will do whatever my wife says. And he's like, anything? Yes, anything. Now quit wasting my time. And so it's a really funny scene. I wasn't sure if you had gone back and watch that, but I think you'll you'll get a chuckle out of it. All oh, right, no, I don't. I, I, okay. I, I don't. I don't watch TV shows when I'm prepping. Uh, oh, that's how I do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know. We know, Ray. We know. <laughs> anyway, according to Cassius Dio, she used this same method to fuck lots of men because it worked. So oh she just like once a week, yeah. she'd be like, "Oh, husband, Honey. yes, dear." Yeah, yeah. I got this other guy, you know, this tradesman. Right, he won't. uh, He won't do what I say. How dare he? Could you just write me hundred of those notes? Just leave the names off them. Right. I'll fill in the names later. Don't worry about it. Just seal them. You know the the royal seal. Uh, you know, it's mostly boring, like so yeah. boring. I just, I'm right. getting some dresses Housework. made up. Yeah. House, yeah, yeah. 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 Some additions Repairs. done to the, yeah. the, the lesbian room. Um, uh, <laughs> the what? Oh, the, nothing, nothing. Yeah. We're, sorry. I don't know what. I the lemon room. Just, right, right. So she was just, uh, I know it's the same trick Heather used with you and D'Angelo recently. I mean, um. It was uh, after the Saturnalia. Like, initially it was just a Saturnalia thing when he got to fuck her. And then after that, she was like, can you just, like, order him to do whatever I want around the house? And you're like, sure, he's a slave. You should do it anyway. Yeah. I'm like, he's a slave. He's a slave. You don't have to pay him. You don't have to pay him. He's a slave. I'm uncomfortable. I'd rather do the fantasy thing where I pay him. You're in Virginia. You're in Virginia. I'm still, still uncomfortable. Still. Dude, if it was good enough for the Founding Fathers, it's good enough for you. <laughs> Listen. Except John Adams. But the other Founding Fathers. Right. Who was, who was the one in Richmond? Who was the one in Virginia? Uh, um, Jefferson. Jefferson. Washington? Yeah, good enough yeah. for Jefferson. Yeah, yeah all of those guys. Oh, good enough for you, man. Don't worry about You're it. You're right. I stand correct. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. I apologize. Hey, the founding fathers are fucking saints in the eyes of Americans. If they thought it was okay to have slaves, it's okay to have slaves, don't they? What, what's your problem? <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. That's, <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> bring it back slavery. I'm uncomfortable. It's the way the founding fathers wanted it. That's what you should say oh. in your defense. Oh, my God. Anyone argues with you, you go, hey. You gonna argue with the founding fathers of the United States, motherfucker? Because if you are, <laughs> I have to kill you. I'm take out yeah. my musket, right. and uh, I'm not giving away my shot. I'm not giving away my shot. <laughs> anyway, by shot I mean my dick. No, right. Claudius. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, is taking the long way home. Uh, travelled right. all the way through Gaul, went and visited the places the, from his father's uh, time, Nero, Nero Drusus's time as general, 
and of course his right. uh, uncle Germanicus, all of their great accomplishments, the monuments to them. He's like, I've, you know, I've been hearing about Germany yeah. my whole life. Check it out. Um, I'm, uh, he was probably there as a kid at some stage early on. Right. I mean, Caligula was there as a kid. He was probably there. I don't remember. But he's going back. He's been a long time. Yeah. He's going to check it out. I remember. It, well, he did. You remember when he went to uh, visit Caligula to pay to go, hey, well yes. done, Caligula, for destroying him. Caligula yes. supposedly threw him in a river. Right. Um, he, has a, he goes, now I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm going to throw people in I'm rivers. Throw That's Earth. He just went through Gaul throwing people in rivers. That's all he did for six months. And he laughed and he laughed. Because he was only in Britain for (laughs) 16 days, 13 days. I'm trying to remember, 16 days. 16 days. Something like that. So, yeah, he had a lot of time to spend touring his empire. Good for him. Yes. Yeah. Um, One of the major accomplishments he did uh, accomplish, that doesn't make any sense. One of the major accomplishments of this time... Let's go that way. Was the construction of the Roman road that his father had laid out from Gaul over the Alps all the way to the from the Danube through to Italy through to sort of like Venice, quick to make it quick for Roman troops to get into Europe. His father had you know plotted this whole thing out, but nobody had gone there and built it. So he's like, well, you know, I'm here. What well, you know? I, I, I yeah. just I just conquered Britain. What else can I do? I know I'll build a <laughs> major a fucking highway from the from yeah. like Germany all the way down to uh, Venice. Thank you. Uh, what did you do in the last six months? Because that's what I did. Um, uh, call it the fi- Autobahn. No, I'll yeah, come up with a yeah, different name. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Otto. The, that's uh, That's eight. Yeah. That's eight in Italian. The Autobahn, it'll be the eight road. Um, celebrated, uh, he gets back after six months and celebrates his triumph in uh, 44 CE. The first triumph celebrated by a princeps for a personal success since 29 BCE. God That's uh, sixty-nine. Your favorite number plus four <laughs> seventy-three minus one for the zero. Seventy-two years <laughs> since a princeps has celebrated a personal triumph, and he brought back all the old hits. He crawls up the steps of the Capitol on his knees, as you're supposed to do. But because of his age, his two son-in-laws helped him. And he turns, you know, he has his victory. He has his triumph. And as you're supposed to do, again, bringing back old school customs, he gives awards and gifts to the senators. And like we said in a previous episode, he loves a party. Everything is lavish. I think there's what? uh, Bears being killed, horse races, athletic contests. So this this is a big deal, but the but one of the important things besides being 72 years is he's doing a lot of things that they used to do uh, either in the Republic or near the end of the Republic or when the Empire was first born or whatever. But he's bringing back a lot of traditions, and you know that makes the Blue Bloods hard when someone does something like that. Again, he's being very careful, even politically, when he doesn't have to. But he is. Not only had he defeated these uh, tribes in Britain, but he had uh, conquered Oceanus. Mm. Now, 
in Greek mythology, uh, we talked about Atlas in an earlier episode. Um, Oceanus in Greek mythology was sort of a god, but also the, the river that flowed around the earth. They wow. literally believed that the earth was flat, sort of a circle-shaped, river mm-hmm. runs on the, 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 uh, the, the edge of it, And if you went over that, you'd fall off the edge of the earth. Julius Caesar's troops were convinced they were going to fall off the edge of the planet when they were going to Britannia. Um, Alexander the Great's famous shield, as well as the shield of Hercules, which his shield was based on, had the river uh, around the edge of it. Uh, it, Basically, it was represented the world because he was going to conquer the world. Uh, the Greek geographer Strabo wrote around 24 CE, we may learn from both the evidence of our senses and from experiences that the inhabited world is an island for wherever it has been possible for men to reach the limits of the earth, sea has been found. And this sea we call Oceanus. And whenever we have not been able to learn by the evidence of sense, their reason points the way. So Strabo was convinced in 24 CE that uh, the the planet was all you know there was an ocean that ran around everything, the limits of the earth. Right. Not everyone believed in it, though. Can you name a prominent skeptic of the Oceanus theory, Ray? Oceanus himself. No, I, I don't know who. Are we talking the same time period? No, much earlier. Oh, gotcha. Um, Aristotle, I have no idea who. Do you want to call a friend? I do. Do you have any friends? Call D'Angelo? Hey, that's hurtful. That'd be I'll weird. Call t- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm hurting. Okay. This, this show is no longer fun for me. I'm sure you're having a great time, but... Uh, I'm literally in a fetal position right now. Who was this person? I don't want to talk about it. It's painful. <laughs> <laughs> Who was uh, it? That would be uncomfortable. You have to call and go, listen, um, yeah, D'Angelo, it's right. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't need you to come over tonight. Um, <laughs> something else, something completely different. Um, listen, who? I just, I don't have anyone yeah. else to call. I need, You're I need... Right. <laughs> I need so. Can you help me? Herodotus. Herodotus was skeptical. Fuck. Right. Uh, Apparently, he had heard there was a theory that um, Oceanus was the something to do with the flooding of the Nile because it connected to Oceanus, and he wrote. uh, As for the writer of that myth, who attributes the phenomenon to the ocean, the flooding of the Nile, this is, Mm -hmm. his account is involved in such obscurity that it is impossible to disprove it by argument. For my part, I know of no river called Ocean, and I think that Homer, or one of the earlier poets, invented the name and introduced it into his poetry. So there we have Herodotus and his crazy evidence-based thinking in (laughs) four... 25 BCE. Stone him. Stone him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But of course, I mean, he was um, he was wrong in a way. I mean, the there is an ocean that that comes into the Nile. It's just not called Oceanus. It would be the right. Mediterranean Sea that that leads to the flooding of the Nile, right? Yes. And of course, you don't have the circle. You have a sphere. Clue. 
No, you don't really have an end because you could go to the end of any land and you'll find fucking water. But because it's a sphere, there is no quote unquote end. And who was the first person that we know of to discover that the world was round, the spherical Earth? Oh, God. Nope, not God. (laughs) What's the nationality? Let's play questions. Greek. Philip of Macedon. Or Aristotle. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know. I think it was Anaximander, uh, the first Amanda. guy. Okay. <laughs> Anaximander. Ah. Um, or, I mean, or it might have been uh, Eratosthenes. He mm-hmm. was sort of uh, 194 BCE. He died. He estimated the circumference of the Earth. Right. Got it almost right. Uh, it has an error of around 1% to 15%, um, depending mm. on how. He said it was 252,000 star days. How, how big a star day was is debated. So, But he was, he was pretty close. Um, Damn, that's but, impressive. Yeah. But I think if you go back earlier, Anaximander, he was sort of 546 BCE. He believed the world was a sphere. Right. So people knew. Herodotus probably knew. Right. Yeah. Damn. So now they've conquered Oceanus is my point. Right. So he's conquered Oceanus. Uh, he's conquered Britain. He's built this big fucking road. I mean, his reputation at this point is out of, out of the world. He's gone from being, well, you don't even deserve to be emperor because you're not part of the family. Uh, right. They're trying to give it to generals, revolts, coups. Now, all of a sudden, he's the fucking man. Claudius yes. is the fucking man. Rockstar. Sadly, everybody's fucking his wife except for him, but he is the fucking man. So... Still, I mean, again, if you want to go back to what we said uh, earlier, when there's a good chance that he was in on or knew of the assassination of Caligula, things are working out pretty well for this guy. You've got to think that he's a thinker. He plans things out. But things, I mean, he could not have imagined things going as well as they are because can he put a foot wrong is probably what's being asked by everybody at this point. Well, he has done uh, when he executed Solanus, but... At this stage, he's having a good run, 42, yeah. 43. Uh, after, the, after the coup, he's, he's, he's on the horse. He knows what he's doing. He's riding this yeah. pony all the way. Now, the senators who went on campaign with him, including Vespasian, got granted the Ornamenta Triumphalia, the best you could get if you weren't a member of the royal family. And right. as we said earlier, like uh, unusual for people who weren't consuls to get it. I don't think Vespasian had been a consul at this stage. The honours for people who are new, uh, that included the right to wear the triumphal dress in public. You got the Corona Triumphalis, which was a gold crown in the shape of a laurel wreath, but with Mm -hmm. dangling gold ribbons. You got an ivory baton. Hell yeah. Useful for beating slaves and (laughs) dildos and butt plugs. The tunica palmata, which was a tunic covered in palm leaves or embroidered with palm leaves, and the toga picta, the painted toga, a toga which was entirely dyed purple 
with an embroidered Ooh. gold border. So, nice. badass, man. You're walking around in the purple. You look like Prince with the yeah. uh, gold <laughs> laurel wreath and the ivory baton. Man. Yeah. Yeah, looking, looking, looking good, looking, looking badass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they right. got to wear uh, vintage Air Jordans on their feet. Uh, Nineteen eighty-four right. Air, Air Jordans. Peak. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Peak, peak oh, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's and early Jordan, really, but and still. And they're yeah. partying like crazy. You know, he likes a party. They are having a good time. They are celebrating this incredible, incredible victory. Yeah. No, he does uh, He does like to party, as we know. Yeah. So um, the only other Romans who were allowed to wear those garments were the emperor, the two consuls right. in office, and other magistrates, but only when presiding over games. So uh. they're looking like badasses. Now, there's also a bronze statue for everyone who got the triumphal honours erected in the Forum of Augustus. Damn. And the beneficiary also got the right to display another statue of himself wearing the triumphal attire in the vestibule of his own house. Oh, fucking get that straight out. I'd get that put in first thing in the morning. That's, oh my God, that's incredible. I mean, how are these people not loving him? How are they not thinking well of him they want to take care of him they want to be loyal to him you know you're doing well you you spread the wealth you spread the uh, the good times and that's how you build loyalty i've actually got a statue of you in the front vestibule of my house it's life size it's about right. two foot two feet high and um <laughs> you're dressed you're dressed up like a a, a little waiter and you, you've got a platter, you're holding a hand up with a platter on it, and there's um, cigars and condoms on the platter. Right. Um, just for guests when they, when well, they come in. Anything I can do to help. And, you know, I'm a and your, your mouth is open like those clowns <laughs> at, the, at the circus. Not the circus, the, the festive. The f- part out. We call it the show. What do you call it? Things, what do you call it with the circuses with the clowns that go, ah. What do you call those? What do you call fest? What do you call of? Uh, not, what do you call? You, you, I don't you, where know. You have clowns with their mouths open. <laughs> yeah, and you have to you have to like throw the balls in the clowns' oh, mouths to win prize. Oh, what do you fuck. call? I don't. I don't. Fair. I mean, you call what, it a fair. Fair. You a fair. That, that's what. Yes, that's what peasants do. I'm sorry, you're talking to <laughs> a non-peasant. Patrician, right. <laughs> he uh, also awarded his yeah. prefect, yeah. his Praetorian prefect, Rufius Pollio, right. with the honour of having a seat in the Senate when he attended with him. Nice. And there's a whole bunch of other things. So imagine the situation. He survived a coup, now has massive popularity, giving the people who were loyal to him ma- massive rewards. So the message is clear. Like, you, you know, you support me. And I'll look after you. I'm the man who gives shit out to people who are loyal to me. Now, he keeps reforming Rome. There there were certain things he had to do 
do you, did you want to run through the reforms, Ray? Yeah, yeah. He was certainly trying to tighten things up. As we were mentioning on, on a previous episode, foreign policy is important to him, and Rome is expanding under his uh, leadership. So Achaia and Macedonia which had, since the time of T- Tiberius, had been controlled by elected governors. But now, the as far as who's going to be running those, it's going back to being chosen by lot, you know, supposedly random. More people have a chance to 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 earn this honor or whatever. That's more traditional because that's the way it was in the Republic. As far as people who administer the funds, he it was currently the praetors administer, administering the funds. He takes it from them and he gives it back to the quaestors, again, like t- in times past. So if you're if you're a blue blood, if you're a traditionalist, you like these moves that he's making because it's reminding you of what Rome was like before Augustus comes came along, and it was a republic. So again, he's turning back the hands of time, but in a good way as far as some of the senators are concerned. Um, the governor of Baetica in Hispania. Guy called Umbonius Cilio was recalled for sending too little grain to the army of Mauritania. He gets kicked out of the Senate too. Now, the real reason, though, according to Dyer, was that he had offended some of the freedmen, um, maybe some Ooh. of Claudius's freedmen. They got um, power. You know, Narcissus or somebody might have said, "Hey." Send uh, more grain to Mauritania. He's like, don't who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> and they were like, we'll show you. And so yeah. he gets kicked out of the Senate. According to Cassius Dio, he took all of his furniture, which was very opulent, to the auction place in uh, Baetica, as if he was going to have to sell up everything. Uh, everyone gathered, and then he ended up not selling anything except his senatorial toga. So his message was, you know what? Fuck all y'all. I'm fine. I'm rich. rich. I'm rich, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need y'all. Yay, yay. (laughs) Claudius also stopped people from putting up images and statues of themselves in Rome and had all the existing paintings and statues removed. Why, Ray? Oh, I don't know, but I... That would take me a while. I have a lot of pictures and pictures and statues of myself. Uh, why was he doing that? Was was this a was this a humble campaign, a humility campaign? What's, what is he doing? Yeah, um, I think it was just uh, maybe getting a little bit out of control. I mean, right. If everyone is putting up statues of themselves and paintings of themselves, then what's the value of the people who get voted a statue? Uh, Ooh, by the public, special. you know, yes. yeah, you want to use it to honour people that have contributed in some way to the prosperity of Rome. You don't just want to give it away willy nil. Like, just any rich person can build their own statue, right? I mean, you can't do that today. You can't, you know, people can't just start erecting statues in the streets to themselves. Like, fuck yeah, off with that shit. Right. Right. So, yeah. yeah, well, I tried getting my little uh, servant race statues put up everywhere. I thought that would have been a great public service. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he, he put, a, put an end to that unless they had permission from the Senate. Another governor right. was recalled for being a crook and all of his profits were confiscated and put into the public treasury. Damn. He also made a new law that people who finished one term of office couldn't immediately get another one, 
Why do you think that would be, Ray? I'm glad you brought that up because I couldn't quite figure out. Remember during the time of the Republic, if you were in an office, you had, oh shit, the word's gone now. You couldn't be charged for anything because because of the... Um, the power that came with the office. And so what a lot of people would do, they would know if someone was going to be gunning for them in the law, law courts, they would go from one position to another because they would say, Oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. The, the word is escaping me right now the, because you couldn't be punished when you ha- held an office. Is that still the case here? Or is it just because he knows there's a lot of corruption going on? Look, if you've been a governor, you can't be you can't switch over to something else or you can't stay on because it just invites corruption. And uh, I, is he just trying to bring in a lot of new people, you know, clearing out people? You can do it once and then get out of the way and let someone else get some experience. I wonder if he's just trying to create more job for the senators or for the elites. Oh, I think it was you had to return to Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, when your term of office finished, in case you could be put on trial for corruption. Uh, uh, you couldn't honest. immediately take another assignment. Yeah. Remember how the yeah. first triumvirate just uh, Caesar kept extending his uh, term in Gaul? Because he knew if he went back, yeah. Cicero and Cato were going to put his balls him. on a chopping block. Right. Yes. So he was like, well, fuck you. I'm not coming back. Um, and by the yeah. way, I've got legions over here. So come at me, bro. <laughs> Um, so he, he had to put an end to that. Uh, that apparently, right. Caesar, you know, created a bit of a trend there. Guys were just going from assignment to assignment. They couldn't be punished. So, no, no you got to come back at least for a year so we can uh, put your ass on the block. Yeah. Right. Um, when he celebrated the Thanksgiving that he had been awarded as part of his triumph, he also gave out 300 sesterces to every person who was uh, on the public dole, which means like every every citizen, right. I guess. Not bad. Uh, but but yes. didn't hand it out all himself. The first day, he walked around the streets, knocking on doors. Hello, uh, is this the house of Mr. <laughs> Ray Harris Jr.? Uh, <laughs> not to be confused <laughs> with uh, the guy who wrote the Ghostbusters theme. Right. That right. was uh, Ray, Ray Parker. Parker Jr. Yeah, right. it's my cousin um, <laughs> who stole the thing. According story, to the, I'll tell you later. According to the courts, right from Huey Lewis in the right. news, I want a new drug. Oh, want a new drug? One the one make me sick. One the one keep me up at night. Made me feel too like my got a big dick. Um, didn't hand it out all himself because he, he was due in court. He was like, listen, uh, sons in law, go and hand out yeah. the cash on my behalf. Yes. Knock on the doors, yeah. I, hand it out. Uh, I got work to do. Back to work in the courts. I got a day job. Now, yeah. this, is, this is my, I want to finish with this, but this is my yeah. favorite story out of all of this. On his birthday this year, there was to be an eclipse. Right. Now, how would Romans normally handle an eclipse, Ray? Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously they had um, mathematicians and um, astronomers, so they know this is coming. Do they? Do they? Do they have a festival? I honestly don't know. Do they tell the people, or do they just observe it? I really don't know how the Romans would deal with this. 
Well, it's a sign of the gods, Ray. An mm. eclipse is seen okay. as a sign. Oh, my God, uh, something bad's <laughs> going to happen. The sun's oh been blocked out. Oh, you no, know, it's, it's never good. It's uh, never good, an eclipse. Never no, good. The, the soul, the sun right. god, is being blocked, darkened. Yeah, never a good sign. Gotcha. So rather than get have people getting worried about what this all means, he right. issued a public proclamation in advance. Everybody, <clears throat> can I have your attention, please? Gather um, around, take a knee. As you know, uh, for most of my life, I had nothing to do except read books. Let me tell you right. about this little thing that I read in a book, like a good podcaster, called an eclipse. <laughs> According to Cassius Dio, writing in the early 200s, but we believe having access to the primary documents, here's how Claudius explained it. The moon, which revolves in its orbit below the sun, or so it is believed, either directly below it or perhaps with Mercury and Venus intervening, has a longitudinal motion just as the sun has, and a vertical motion, as the other, perhaps, likewise, has. But it also has a latitudinal motion, such as the sun never shows under any conditions. When, therefore, the moon gets in a direct line with the sun over our heads and passes under its blazing orb, there was the... Name of my uh, first album, actually, Blazing Orb. <laughs> it obscures the rays. It's the name of my second book, Obscuring the Ray, from that body that extends towards the Earth. Right? To some of the Earth's inhabitants, this obscuration lasts for a longer and to others for a shorter time, whereas to still others it does not occur even for the briefest moment. For since the sun always has a light of its own, it is never deprived of it, and consequently to all those between whom in the sun the moon does not pass, so as to throw a shadow over it, it always appears entire. This, then, is what happens to the sun, and it was made public by Claudius as that time. Pretty fucking amazing, Claudius knew all of this in 44 CE. Right. Because, uh, you know, for centuries and centuries and centuries afterwards, people still took eclipses as uh, signs of things. Right. And it just happens to be happening on his birthday? Yeah. Now... If he was Augustus, he would have said, oh, well, the fact that it's happening on my birthday is a sign that I'm a god. Right. Uh, Or Caligula would have said that. But uh, Claudius says, no, people, it's just science. It's science, bitches. Yeah. You got some planets. You got some sunlight, positioning. Fucking get over it and get on with your day. The scientific emperor. Got to love that. Love it. Love it. Good title. Title. Yeah. I, I, I will try and remember that title, but it'll probably be something about sucking a big dick, quite honestly, when I get to come out <laughs> of the time. I'm not surprised. Usually, right. it's where it goes. <laughs> where your brain goes. Yeah. Yeah, usually where my brain... Yeah. Oh, what's a good title? Dick, dick, suck, suck, dick, sick, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. 
I thought he was just going to read out the lyrics to Total Eclipse of the Heart. I'm glad I was wrong because that made a lot more sense. So review Let's away. finish with uh, some reviews. We're back to reading reviews, people. We started on the Cold War show the other day because we've been we've been out of the we got out of the habit of reading your reviews. I'm not even sure if anyone's right. leading leaving reviews, but uh, we'll find it out. Better be. Where's my re- yeah. Where's review manager? Review what? Mm. I don't have reviews. Where's re- Where's my Where's my reviewy Dewey? What? Every now and then I get a little bit lonely, and you're never coming round. Turn around. I'm just filling in. Every now and Dang, then I thanks. get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Sorry. <laughs> Do you need any more, or are you still looking? Or really? <laughs> I'm still looking, hold on. Turn around. It's a cold Every now and then reviews. I get a little bit nervous <laughs> that the best of years of my years have gone by. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall apart. Turn around, bright eyes. Every now and then I fall Uh, oh no, I do have reviews. No podcast. No fucking. Okay, oh, look, you man. sons of bitches. Man. I'm sorry for that outburst. <laughs> podcast reviews. Jimmy, get on there real quick and write one. I like when it, when they sing. Um, Will Cotton from New Zealand. Cross between Joe Rogan and Hardcore History. Fuck me. Originally, I was going to leave a review when I caught up to the series so I could hear my review live. I've been listening to the series for the last three months nonstop. Then I finished the original Julie series. Then I bit the bullet and went back to listen to the Alexander series so I could listen to them at the same time. Finally had them both under control. Then I decided to get the Cold War series. So now I had three podcasts to listen to. Now I've made up the, made the mistake of adding the bullshit filter and Renaissance Times so I might catch up sometime next year. All these podcasts combine the banter and back and forth of a Joe Rogan-like podcast with the information and learning of a Dan Carlin podcast. P.S. Me, Ray, and Cam should be together too. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a fucking M and M. That's an M and M reference. Stan oh, from the song Stan. You know that song, uh, dear Stan. No. It's the one that uh, Eminem uh, wrote to the music of Tears Gone Cold, I Wonder Why, Get Out of Bed at All, The Morning mm. Red Clouds Up My Window, by whoever that was, uh, D- Dido. Right. Um, he wrote, it's, a big, it's a big fan letter from Stan to Eminem, and then at the end he says, uh, my girlfriend's jealous because I talk about you 24-7, but she don't know you like I know you, Slim. No one does. She don't know what it's like for people like us growing up. You got to call me, man. I'll be the biggest fan you'll ever lose. Sincerely yours, Stan. P.S. We should be together, too. Yeah, see? Good one, Will Cotton. I picked that up. Thank you, Will Cotton, for your review. Send us an email with your uh, address there in New Zealand, and uh, we will send you a gift. In fact, Ray will probably deliver it in person when he uh, moves to New Zealand, migrates yeah. to New Zealand in the next couple of months. 
uh, uh, after he starts wearing his uh, "Ain't no such thing as a dead messiah" T-shirt around Virginia, and then he'll have to. Leave. <laughs> I'll have to. All move. right, that's yes. that's the show, boys and girls. Uh, we'll go out with this. JC. <laughs> I would suck his dick. No, I wouldn't. That's high praise. Huge penis. Oh, so fuck me. The anus is now closed. What do you do when you get lonely? And it's not lying by your side. You've been podcasting. Jesus.